Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm gonna be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hey, hey, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, before I forget, one thing I always mean to say, but never remember to ask you guys, is to please subscribe to this podcast. I know I often ask if you could leave me a review, and I would still love it if you could do that, by the way. Um, But it's also really important for the podcast to have people actually subscribing to it. So if you haven't already, please could you subscribe to Spinsterhood Reimagined on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever one you listen on. Okay, thank you so much. So today I'm talking about something that I think we can all relate to, and that is the concept of imposter syndrome. Now, I'm sure you already know what it is, but I decided to look up a definition of it, um, as much for my own interest as for you guys. So here's a definition that I really liked. Imposter syndrome is the idea that you've only succeeded due to luck and not because of your talent or qualifications. Um, And it can apply to anyone, and I quote, anyone who isn't able to internalize and own their successes. So back in the late 1970s, two psychologists, Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Immers, Im, I don't know how you say her surname. Anyway, these two ladies coined the term imposter syndrome in a research paper, and they spoke to three main attributes of this phenomenon, which are number one, thinking that people have an exaggerated view of your abilities. Number two, the fear of being exposed as a fraud. And number three, the continuous tendency to downplay your achievements. And I think these three points pretty much hit the nail on the head as far as how I think of imposter syndrome. And you know, it can be applied to not necessarily always an area where you've had massive success or where you've achieved something necessarily, but also to things that you're doing that you don't feel like you're good enough to do or you feel like a fraud in some way. Maybe you've, you know, started a new job and despite doing the interview and getting the job, you don't feel like you're really truly qualified or you don't feel like you're worthy. Or maybe you've been given an assignment and you just feel like it's totally out of your league and you're not worthy of it and you feel like you're sort of not up to the job. 
Anyway, I wanted to address this topic because A, I think it's fascinating and B, I think many of us experience it to one degree or another and I think we need to learn to just kick it to the freaking curb because like so many things that are fear-based, it holds us back. So I thought I'd start by giving you a couple of examples in my own life where I've really suffered with imposter syndrome. One of the main ones was when I um, worked at Radio 2 and I'd worked so damn hard for such a long time to get into Radio 2. But when I finally got in and started working there and then subsequently a few years later when I actually landed a contract and then eventually a staff job, I had such bad imposter syndrome and it really affected my experience of working there because I just constantly felt like a total fake. And when I first got a contract there, I was an assistant producer, but then I also started producing on various things. And despite my hard work and despite everything I'd learned and my ability to do the job, I still felt like an imposter and it never, ever left me. And it kind of ruined in many ways my experience of working there because I always had this feeling in the back of my mind that I'd somehow fluked my way in and that I wasn't actually worthy of it or qualified to do what I was doing. Another example of this is I quite often do a live radio slot on BBC Radio London where I go on to this show with with two other contributors and we all chat with our lovely host, Joe Good, who was my very first guest on this podcast and that's how I've ended up doing her show. Um, I probably do it every few weeks or so, but I remember when I first went on and not only was I terrified because it was live radio, but more than that... I just felt like I shouldn't be there. I felt like I was the only one who didn't really belong. And again, it's that feeling of being a fake or being a fraud. And even though I keep getting asked back, which I'm really grateful for, I still have this feeling in the back of my mind that I'm not worthy of doing it and I shouldn't be doing it because I'm not in the same league as the other guests that go on that show. Anyway, another example is this podcast. I feel like a total imposter most of the time, even though it feels very normal to me to do it and I love doing it and I find that it comes very naturally to me. But I've definitely had it with various guests who, you know, for example, guests I've held in really high regard and I felt as though I'm not really qualified to interview people and I have this paranoia that they're sort of on the other side of the screen thinking, who the fuck is this girl? She clearly doesn't know what the hell she's doing. But I remember saying in the very first episode, why shouldn't I do this? Why not me? Why can't I start a podcast? Why can't I interview people? If other people do it, then why the hell shouldn't I do it? And I think this is half the problem with imposter syndrome in that so many of us feel, or I mean, I I most certainly do, but so many of us feel that the people around us are somehow better than us. And we are the one who is the kind of fraud. But the fact of the matter is that it it doesn't matter who you are, whether you're Michelle Obama or the freaking Dalai Lama, we are all just human beings. Well, actually, we're all just souls having a human experience and none of us is better than anyone else. And that might sound ridiculous, but I believe that to be the case. 
And even if some of us are bus drivers or coffee shop workers or cleaning ladies, and others of us are university professors or Olympic athletes, we are all just humans doing our thing. And I always find it really helpful to really remember that we're all on the same level, even though in this ego world, this 3D world, we are conditioned to think that so-and-so is better because of this or that or the other. But we all have an equal right to take up space on this planet. And there really is no one who is any more deserving than you or I. So how can we actually deal with imposter syndrome? How can we stop it from kind of sabotaging our lives? Well, there are a few things that I find really helpful. Firstly, it's all about that positive mindset. I'm really sorry to say it again, but it is. We have to be aware of the thoughts that are coming into our minds about us not being good enough, or who am I to do this, or I'm not qualified to do this, or oh my gosh, I'm such a freaking fake and everybody is going to find out. What we need to do instead is to actually acknowledge our achievements. And I think that part of the problem is that we're really not encouraged to acknowledge our achievements. There's always that sense that it's kind of braggy or arrogant. And so we're wired to feel like we should play things down. But this is something I've come to realize is such bullshit. Like who made the rule that we should diminish everything that we do? We should play everything down. You know, I have spent my entire life playing everything down. But who said that it's arrogant to voice our accomplishments or to, you know, have faith in ourselves or think that we're good at something or think good things about ourselves? I mean, it's fucking crazy. And I'm not talking about going around with a loudspeaker and shouting about how great we are, but we can and should at least acknowledge to ourselves when we've done something that's not totally shit. So yeah, really cultivating that positive mindset around imposter syndrome, I think is really, really helpful. Secondly, you've got to learn to let go of comparison. I've done a whole mini set on this topic, so do go and have a listen to that one if you haven't already. But in brief, it really helps me to remember that I am unique and that only I can be me. And this might sound silly, but we have to remember that no one else can do things the way that we do them. And no one else has the exact same perspective on life as we do. No one else can say things in the same way that we say them. So really try and lean into that. The idea that you are unique and no one can compete with you because there's only one you. And in the exact same way that you cannot and should not compete with anyone else because there's only one of them and you'll never be able to be them or do the things that they do. And I always tell myself that there is no competition ever. And I often do this with the podcast when I have like a panic attack that there's another podcast about being single that is so much better than mine and no one is going to want to listen to me anymore and I'll lose all of my listeners, blah, blah, freaking blah. But when I feel those things, I just say to myself, Lucy, you say things in a certain way and the way that you deliver your message is different from anyone else. So there really is no competition, the end. And even if someone else is essentially delivering the same message, because let's face it, in the kind of single child free space, it's, you know, there's a lot of messages that are very, very similar, but 
it doesn't matter if I'm delivering the same message as, as somebody else. The point is that only I can deliver it in the way that I deliver it. And that and the way that I deliver it is going to hit with some people, is going to really resonate with some people, and it's not going to resonate with others. And that is fine. So a third thing that you can do, which is kind of related to the previous one, it's to focus on your strengths, actually sit down and think about what your own personal strengths are, because we all have them in the same way that we all have weaknesses. Another big one is self-talk. When you feel those feelings of imposter syndrome rising up, pay really close attention to what you are thinking and particularly what you're saying to yourself. Once you work out what it is that you're thinking in terms of why you're an imposter, why you don't belong or why you're a fraud, then you can actually challenge those thoughts and those things that you're saying to yourself. And this will really help you reframe the way that you're thinking about those things and you'll be able to reframe the issue at hand. But more than anything else, just to sort of finish this up, at least this is what I think, more than anything else, it really helps me to remember that everyone feels like an imposter sometimes. Everyone even the most successful, confident people still get that feeling that they're going to be found out or that they don't really belong because it's just human nature. And I think when we really focus on the fact that all of us suffer from the self-doubt, all of us wonder whether we're good enough and all of us sometimes downplay our achievements or attribute our achievements to, you know, someone else or something else... When you realize that this is just part of being human, then I think it makes it easier to move through that feeling of imposter syndrome and just do the goddamn thing anyway. So again, like like me in this podcast, even though I sometimes feel like a total imposter and who am I to be doing this? Why would anyone care what I have to say? When I feel like that, it really helps to remember that everybody feels like that. We all feel like that. And that makes it easier for me to show up and keep doing doing this podcast when otherwise I might let imposter syndrome get the better of me. So the next time you feel like an imposter, remember that you are not alone. Remember to challenge those negative thoughts. Remember to focus on your strengths and remember to not compare yourself to anyone else because the chances are that no one is going to call you out as a fraud and you have got to where you've got because of who you are and because of your abilities. So keep showing up, even if you feel like a fake. Okay, I hope this is helpful in some way. Remember that you are awesome and have a great weekend. Bye!